Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. We've got a real cool guest sitting on our couch, a repeat guest. Season Third six brings time. repeat guests. It's pretty good. This is going to oh, be, yeah. well, this is really the second episode of season six. Yeah. Uh, the first episode hasn't come out yet. We're going to put it out tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, it's be a, tomorrow. It'll, it'll be a good one. Yeah. We got deep. Well, I got quiet on that one. That's a really weird way to kick off season six. I, I like said four words the whole bloody time. Oh, wow. That's rare. Uh, yeah. It, it was... Is it though? <laughs> well, depends how stoned Mark is. I wasn't, I wasn't stoned at all. That it was, that was, that was a, it was a very emotional episode. Uh, it is coming out, but the whole thing was surrounding death. And Mark and I have just recently dealt with death in our family. So we had a whole month of, emotional stuff and then we recorded a whole episode about death so yeah it, it made sense yeah we, we recorded that when what day do we record that T- monday tuesday tuesday and like we we had a funeral for my father on friday the friday before so it was it was just a really weird timing for it yeah. i felt really bad but ashley if you're listening please you don't feel bad no she, i felt she bad because kept saying we should have rescheduled this why are we doing this? i felt bad because i was a fucking dud oh <laughs> Like I said, like four words, I think. The whole, I didn't even do the outro. I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's fine, man. Ashley <laughs> carried that. She was fantastic. Yeah. So no, it's I, sometimes good. it's just, I think it's also a safe place to just like feel how you feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But, it was good though. I, yeah. I, I it, it was helpful for me actually. That's why yesterday, Amanda, we, we were doing some filming for Massage Therapy Media and she was on the table and had this thought, This uh, there's a therapist, he's a former AT and he's a former massage therapist. And he used to run a continuing education company, National Wellness Institute. Okay. And his courses were like all these modality courses, laser, IFC, ultrasound, all that kind of stuff. And we acquired those courses from him when he decided I'm out of this field. And he started doing psychotherapy work. And that's why Amanda's on the table. I'm like, get Derek on the podcast. I want to have a (laughs) session with him. But I want it on, on microphones. That was the idea behind it. That'd be a deep conversation, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. It'll yeah. be interesting. Sometimes we get deep. Sometimes. Sometimes. Well, I let's like see if that. we get deep with our guest today. Yeah, let's see what we're doing. Well, hey, everyone. It's Amanda. And uh, yeah, Lindsay's back again uh, for the third time. We just checked in the Shady's last time back. she was here. Back again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lindsay's back. Yes. Back again. Back again. Uh, the last time she was here was August 2020, which feels like seven years ago, as I was just saying to Lindsay off mic. And I can't believe it was only August 2020 that you were here. We were like, oh, you, you must have recorded us. <laughs> back in 2018. 2018 no it was august of 2020 and back then i think the topic of discussion was i think you were podcasting at the time and we were, yep. we were promoting the lindsay. podcast lattes, lattes with lindsay. lindsay her and i both have our, our coffee sitting in front of us i don't <laughs> I know my latte i don't boy. know if it's a latte <laughs> and um since then a lot of things have happened i'm gonna let her update you and we're just gonna see where today's conversation takes us i guess so welcome back thank you i i love your podcast by the way i listen to it all the time i I'm definitely a fan. I but it is weird to think 2020. Like, do you think our podcast damages the relationship with the general public? Here we go. Do you again. think it damages oh, no. the trust <laughs> that the general public has with massage therapists? No, I think everyone's entitled to how they feel about the profession. Do you think it damages the relationships that other regulated healthcare professionals have with massage therapists because of our content? And I say fuck every once in a while. <laughs> Maybe it's not every once in a while. Every once in a while? I was going to say, I feel like the last podcast we did, I was like, 
Ma, I was like, prepare yourself. <laughs> this, is, this is a vibe. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think it's actually quite inspiring that you have all kind of realms come in and, and have their say on things. I think that's amazing. Cool. Yeah. I, I like think that that's answer. great. But everything's been good. I'm very excited. I, I'm i still doing lattes with Lindsay. I'm going a whole different route, actually, this year uh, with one are of my you, good are girlfriends. Are you still on Instagram? Because I tried to find you this morning to follow you. Did I type it in wrong? Maybe. It's kneading with a K. Needing dot balance. Needing balance. I know. Yeah. I, know. I was searching your name like a <laughs> oh. dummy. <laughs> anyway, carry <Yeah>. on. <laughs> well, no, I, I don't know if you do, but I have like two accounts because I, I teach. Yep. So I very much pick my poison as to right. <laughs> which one I post on. Um, but yeah, I got my Earl Grey latte today, or I think it's, it's called favorite. London Fog. London or something. Fog. They're amazing. Yeah. It, it's uh, my mom just started working at a cafe and she was telling me about it. And I was like, well, of course I have to try it. It's a latte. <laughs> so it's been my favorite latte for like ten years. Has Good it? Yeah. Oh well, heck, I am starting a new trend in my body, <laughs> but it's very tasty. But nice. no, everything's been really good. It's been um, twenty twenty two was uh, beautiful for me. Uh, there's lots of really exciting things happening. I'm still teaching, which is great. Did it start off beautiful twenty twenty two? Do you remember? Do you remember a year ago, today kind of thing? You know what for me it did like it was just it started good eh? january well also like i found that we actually had like a normal like wintery season last mm. year kind of so like i went skiing and i did all the cliche things right, right, that right, right. like you know you love to do well some people love to do uh in the, the only snow. one in this room oh, is- <laughs> yeah so Some you know somewhere i know right it's true <laughs> no, it's true kidding, i'll kidding. be the albino i'm totally fine with that <laughs> Um, but yeah, we went like skiing and we did the whole tobogganing thing. And, and then, um, my biggest thing was that, uh, there's these, and I'm sure you've heard of them. They're called, I think, Reader's Choice Award. Yeah. 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 So, um, Barry, like where I'm from has something like very similar to that. And I think it's called community votes or community. Yeah. I've seen a bunch of massage therapists yeah. in different communities. Yeah. So it's like community votes or whatever. And one of my clients was telling me like, why don't you like put it out there? And have your clients vote for you. And I was like, no, because like I've only had an established physical building uh, for my my practice as of October last year. Right. And I was like, ah, like I'm still growing. And I just I, I anyways, I didn't expect, uh, you know, I, I I got nominated somehow. I got an email and I figure it's from that client. Right. And then um, probably about a month later, I started telling everyone about it because I got an email saying that I was in the next category. <laughs> and then a month later, it was like, congratulations, you won gold status in Barry for uh, the community votes. And I was like, that's cool. What? I was, like, so- I was wondering because I see a lot of massage, not a lot, but the small handful of massage therapists from, from all over Ontario posting these things i'm like how do, how do you mm-hmm. get involved like how does that happen and i guess someone pretty much yeah. nominates you and then it just grows yeah. from there right? i guess someone like uh, so you know i i'm i'm guessing that that client did it but i have no idea she right. refuses to tell me but um you, i guess there's like a form they fill out with mm-hmm. all your business information and then cool. you're registered or whatever so yeah that was a big a big moment for me it's like the coolest plaque i've ever seen so that was a fun <laughs> thing um and then uh, I got engaged, which was really exciting. Congratulations. Right. Uh, thank you. Um, and then, yeah, everything else has been really solid. I had a year of a full business, which is, you know, nowadays is exciting yeah. <laughs> to have your own independent business. And um, the biggest thing that I found out 
uh, January 1st was that I was done my hours. And when I got that email, I just, I, you know, when you just don't believe things, like I believe that obviously it's there, but like for seven years, I've just been sending in these hours and I'm like, it has so, like, to tell our pause. audience. Yeah. For anyone okay. who didn't hear you on the last yeah. two, they're like, what hours? What are you talking oh, about? Yes. Do I need hours? So, yeah. Somewhere in team, somewhere's going, I need more fucking hours. <laughs> do I have to do CEUs? Like, oh God. That's right. So, uh, the CSMTA, which is the Canadian Sports Massage Therapy Association, uh, you have to complete 350 hours hands on and all these different categories to be eligible to write your written and your OSCE, very similar to the CMTO, just specific to sports. Um, and I got that email saying that I did my 350 hours. So now I have to do a written exam. And it, it was such a surreal moment because you just you just throw in the hours like mm -hmm. you just don't like you just keep submitting them. And then I'm like, I have to be close. Like it's been seven years and I've been doing when do you, so much. When do you stop counting? Because mm -hmm. at some point at the beginning, you're counting the hours, <laughs> counting the hours. I yep. submitted 40. I submitted 42. I submitted 58. Mm -hmm. At what hour do you like? Fuck, I don't even know anymore. Honestly, I think it was maybe like my third year when I did like full summers of volunteer stuff and right. i'm like what am i even at and i think i was only at like 101 yeah or like 105 or something like that and i was like gotta stop looking at this it's like, depressing <laughs> it's, it's like a slow bank account it's like oh my god like just pay it off but um yeah i thought honestly i thought two years ago i thought i had 350 hours yeah um and i just kept submitting them the only tricky thing that i have to say and i've also heard this from other people is that um they have new forms now. Like right. I'm not a part of the the board anymore, so I'm just a, a member. But one of the feedbacks that uh, is continuously being talked about is like this idea of like you submit them, but they don't get approved right. for like little reasons of the form or whatever. And and one of my good friends, she's just like, I just stopped. I just stopped counting. She's just like, I I can still get sports gigs. You don't. You don't. You don't need it. Yeah, you don't need gigs. it. Yeah. Um, but my goal is. Paris 2024 right. Olympics like that's my bigger vision and in this little pot of sports therapists I find that you're more likely to absolutely get yeah, to get a big gig like that yeah. yeah so I'm like that's my big push but I'm just very excited but at the same time I'm like I what is the shortest exam. amount of time that you've ever heard someone accumulating all those hours because you Ooh. did it in seven years seven what's the shortest time you've heard of honestly I think uh no, I don't think I've heard anything uh, under five. Wow. Like, it's a long... That's a commitment. Yeah. And no, what? it depends on, like, I went back and I looked at all my hours because I did Israel three times. Right. And I would have thought that I would have got 350 hours from just that. But the, the tricky part is, is that it's the physical hands-on hours. That's mm -hmm. the bugger. So if I'm at Pan Am Games, for example, mm -hmm. and you're there for an eight-hour shift but you only see like two athletes for 20 minutes. Right. That's what you get as your hour. So it's it's so tricky because um, that's what counts. Right. So it's it's very, I understand why people are just like, I, I'm not doing this. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I totally get it. Do you ever submit hours and do you find out if your hours are rejected or not? Or do you? Do they, they send not, an email back okay, and just you, say you like, we need more information. Like I had, um, I think I had a form that like I made the event, like I made yeah. the event, I went to the event and I did it. And um it's brilliant. I, right? I, I did that a few times and that was that pretty is good. A brilliant idea. Mm -hmm. 
And so I started adding all those hours. And then because I was the admin, I was the contact person and the supervisor. It was like something I had to like show and justify a little bit more information. But it it wasn't that hard. It was just, um, I'm just happy it's done. That that must be such a freaking relief. That is such a brilliant idea. Instead of like hunting down 18,000 gigs, start creating your own gigs. That's what I did. Honestly, that's the I think it's the best way to do it. I would have never thought of. Yeah, I feel like you would have thought about that. The no, last time I we wouldn't. had Lindsay here, I'm getting flashbacks <laughs> of the flashbacks. two of you having this whole like incredibly passionate conversation about like creating your own pathways really? and the mm-hmm. entrepreneurial spirit. Sounds and right, but... you guys are very similar <laughs> in the way you foggy. think. Like, I need to get something done. Mm-hmm. Somebody else is already doing it. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm going to do it my <laughs> yeah. way. Yes, exactly. That's... I need hours. I'm going to organize a beach volleyball yeah. tournament. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to invite like <laughs> seven. Many people to participate right? <laughs> it's honestly it's the, it's the smartest thing to do even just like reaching out to like triathlons and being like hey like i'm a therapist wow. and i can bring students and i just nice. take it and run with it yeah it's it's huge i just um with the idea of just like us going back and forth with each other it's so true it's like when you are in a room with entrepreneurs and they just have the same mentality It just, it makes me feel so much more comfortable because I just, one of the questions, once again, I got right before Christmas break, and I'm sure you guys get that all the time, is like, where do you get your drive from? Like, have you always Mm -hmm. had your drive? Were you born with your drive? Like, how does it work? Because um, one of my students, I was telling him, I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I'm not done with this part of my career or my my entrepreneur side. And he's like, but where do you get like this? Like, okay, now I got to do this. And I got like... And it's just such an interesting question because how do you guys answer it? Because I'm sure you've got it. Is that I how don't do you think go with I've, that? I've really gotten that question. No, but I don't we, think we so. just get it phrased differently. Okay, well, there's many I don't have people... a drive. I'm lazy. <laughs> I'm actually, I am actually so fucking Let's lazy. Be frank, Sheen, if you're listening, you're not lazy oh, either. I'm... You and Mark are just no, 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 liars. No, 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 no. We're not liars, Sheen. <laughs> you're not a liar either. Well, maybe you are. I don't. I don't know. I don't know you that well. That's Harrison. I don't know. Um, oh. I'm actually really, really lazy i don't like to do things i i really enjoy just occupying a small amount of space for long hours of the day (laughs) (laughs) i I really i really don't like doing much of anything other than like you know my own personal stuff play my guitar blah 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 blah. yeah right Riding motorcycles right exactly all the things i really love to do they're all solo missions like it's not like i'm doing this with a lot of people so I, i really don't like to do much what i also don't like to do though is work for somebody else. I don't like being told what to do. And that's Mm -hmm. a big part of it. I'm like, how can I make money? How can I have a job? How can I get money and live my life, but still not be told what to do? And really, you don't don't have many other options other than just go do something. Mm -hmm. And and it's not till we we were recording, whenever we first started this massage therapy media stuff, and then we were recording stuff. And I I always watch uh, this Netflix show, uh, shit, I should remember that. Car Masters. Car Masters, like Rust to Riches Rust or something. Riches, yeah. Something along. Oh, maybe I'm confusing the two shows. There's two car it's shows. Car Masters is the one we usually watch when you're okay, setting up. Right? And so <laughs> I'm, I'm, watching, I'm watching these guys from Gotham Garage just create shit. Mm-hmm. And I turned to Amanda one day and I'm like, that is the greatest thing in the world. Like, I would love to just show up at work and you just create shit and, like, you get paid for it and right? you can make a this living doing it. This is why he says it. he's dumb. Because <laughs> that she, is what he fucking does. She's, she's like, what do you think you're doing? As I'm setting up camera equipment, she's like, what do you think you're doing? Um, but you're I just not building cars. It's, yeah, I was going to say, it's 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 a different, you know, industry, but it's I'm, the same idea. I'm lazy and, and I don't think of it as a drive. I yeah. just think of it as 
something that I find interesting that I can also just make into in a career. Mm-hmm. Can I can I chime in here? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> can I? You you may be you may be lazy, lazy. in that. It, like I understand what he's saying about being lazy. Like when Mark wants to do nothing, like he means nothing. Like don't even fucking ask him to like you know stand up. Like mm-hmm. can you can you come over here to see something? He's like can you bring it to me? Yeah. Like can you send me a picture? When he's lazy, <laughs> he's face, lazy. Can you can you face airdrop time? it. He will <laughs> seriously FaceTime me from our bedroom when I'm in the living room to talk to me about something instead of just coming out to the living room. Yeah. So like I understand That's that. That's, that's a lazy, right? wow. That's the lazy is next level. level. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but you know what? It's but it's probably different when it comes to this stuff, though, right? Well, and no? this is, well, yeah. so this is what I, I was going to say is that I I don't think it's just yes, you not wanting to work for somebody else. You guys both have that in common, and I think mm-hmm. I I'm I'm the same in that I would much prefer to do something where I can work on my own terms and, and do things at my own pace as long as things are getting done. Like I'm mm-hmm. I, I get that. However. It goes well beyond that for you and from what I feel from Lindsay as well is it's also fulfilling this need to express creativity in some way or do something different. Because if you're when you just said your statement was, how can I make a career and make money but in doing things my own way? We had that with Con Ed. We could have sat pretty, had our fucking feet up and let Con Ed Institute run. And we were mm-hmm. surviving and, you know, making a good living running continuing education courses. Creative motherfucker over here is like, now what can we do? Exactly. And I was like, stop, yes. stop doing things. So yes. whether you want to call it a drive or not, it's fulfilling something in you to do something more because you've got you've got this need to create things or like if you have an idea just like Lindsay creating her own event if you have an idea you're like well i'm not gonna i'm not gonna wait for somebody else to do it i'm gonna do it i also need i also need to feel like i've accomplished something or i've complete not accomplished i've completed something Mm. like i don't feel right in the day unless certain things or so many things are finished or completed mm-hmm. and so th- like when 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 one of the projects is kind of like okay it's self-driven it's completed now like yeah yes i gotta work in it and yes i gotta do the stuff to maintain it but it's finished mm-hmm. then i st- i have the i have the need to like then then where do i get this complete feeling from so that is where your drive comes from your drive is the need to accomplish something and as you said like con ed really horrible. did get to a point it's not horrible it it's that is what keeps you going and yeah. you know what so, if you stop doing that you'd probably age really quickly become incredibly so lazy can can can, the, can <laughs> it would just go is faster. this something the young kids are going to be doing then do young kids do this i feel like young kids are whiners and i feel like this is not something whiners mm. do very well it's such a divide right now it is so interesting and i'm sure you guys go through this as well is that i have like some of my own students but also just like people who i mentor Something that drives me nuts is this idea that they just get to here, right? Where like how like they don't care about the steps, right? Like or the amount of years that get you to this platform. Right. It's about how do I get up here? And it's like sometimes I find uh, when you tell them like, okay, well, it's long hours. It's, you know, uh, you're going to work weekends. You're going to have to volunteer certain things. Um, yeah. You're going to have to study and take courses and um, and sometimes you're going to you know? have to do a whole bunch of stuff and not get paid for it. Yes. What? Yes. Plot twist. It's just. <laughs> Plot twist. Yeah. It's I guess what, that's what volunteer means, but. <laughs> it's true. But it's it's just an eye opener for some people. I find that they're, it's like this expectation that once you graduate, it's like, okay, all these things are going to come to me. And there's lots of jobs that are available, but it's that 
that drive and that entrepreneurship or that that interest of what's next like i have that addiction right now that's my issue it's like what's next what's next what's next and then i sometimes forget to be in like this little yeah thing of just like oh i this was a great year i know? have so many thoughts I'm on this so this young kid thing oh you go ahead because i'm gonna forget, forget and it might not even come out making sense because i'm, I'm fucking stoned don't already. worry i speak mark okay <laughs> I speak. it's true you i really feel do. like young kids now expect more from their work environment but there's reasons for it like justified, you mean? They have reasons. I don't even know if collectively they understand their reasons, but these are things that I I think are might be reasons. There, there's a lot of things that you do in isolation, and things that existed before don't exist the same way now. Hmm. Like when I was a kid, sport leagues were crazy recreational sport leagues adult leagues were crazy bowling leagues tennis clubs blah blah yeah. blah 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 and so everyone always had bowling league every, everyone yeah. always has this outlet this social outlet i go out i see people i interact with people kids now don't have that so they expect that in their workplace they mm. expect it to not just be work but also it's got to be socially fulfilling cool mm. that's what that's what that's that's one part of it Kids now, I feel like the, the the need to express everything all the time, also because that's a, a need that pe- it's it's embraced. Like when I was a kid, stop crying, suck it up. Do you know Push what I mean? Push that down. Push, Push it down. Look down. happy. Blah blah blah. Like yep. you didn't have you you weren't you weren't allowed to just fully express. It's okay. To Where not now be it's okay. encouraged mm. to fully express. Yep. But because that is just so common, I feel like kids don't recognize there's a time and place to fully express. Yep. And therefore, they bring that shit to the workplace because they're just used to, I, I'm, I'm a person. I can express myself. All, so all of this stuff that would never used to just huddle in the workspace mm. now huddles in the workspace. And I've said this before on the podcast. When my dad was working he didn't, it's not necessarily, he liked his job, but his job wasn't his identity. He mm. wasn't Ken the HVAC guy. He was like Ken, the husband, the father, the cousin, the blah, 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 the family guy. And I do HVAC so I can have a life with all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the identity. It's the thing you did to support your life. But now it's like your work, your career, it's all rolled in. So you put all that shit in the workplace. Mm. Of course you have a kid going, if I don't feel like I fit in there, if I don't, if, if it doesn't fulfill me properly, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? It, it's so. Is it really? Is it really? And I've changed my mind on this. So I, maybe, maybe I'm changing it now. Is it really that they don't get it? That is it really that that they they don't want to go through the steps? Technically, yeah, it is that. But does mm-hmm. it come from a deeper place where they're looking to get all of this stuff from work? That that's a generation that I that that we haven't seen before, mm-hmm. as far as I understand it. I'm, maybe I'm too dumb for this, right? No, and you're you've said a lot of the things that I was I was thinking anyway. You just said them differently, but. Yeah, I mean, kids, and when we talk, when we're saying kids, we're talking about like twenty somethings, by the way, not actual children. <laughs> it's kids, me exactly. For us, these are children. Um, these younger employees did grow up in a time where, like, okay, so for example, they've always grown up with social media, and they're constantly being told 
all of these things you're saying, like they're constantly being told, like, you know, you don't have to settle for something. You don't have to put up with this. You don't have to do this. You should be expressing yourself. You should love what you do. Everything should provide fulfillment. If something isn't fulfilling you, get the fuck out. Like, and not that I even necessarily disagree with all the messaging. The problem is that like with anything else, like there's all these new parenting styles. Mark and I were watching a, a show on, what was it called again? I remember, man. It was funny as hell though. It was like it, it, <laughs> the parent, parent test. test. Parent and okay. so it's, you basically take a bunch of different parents who have different styles of parenting. So there's like the uh, authoritative type of parent. There's the free range parent. There's the natural parent, um, whatever, so on and so on. There's all these different types of parenting styles. And the idea was to put them and their children in different situations and watch how they would handle it and then have the uh, the room basically discuss like what's effective about this, what isn't. What? It's really interesting. And that's on yeah. Netflix? What is it? No, no, that was man. on like regular TV, yeah, yeah, which yeah. we uh, never watched. So we were like, what? <laughs> where, where did this come from? But watching something like that and just thinking about all of the things like Mark said that didn't exist. Like when mm. I was a kid, you know, the, the phrase... Uh, stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about. Like mm. that was common. Whereas, you know, when our children are crying, it's like, okay, so something's going on. What's happening? Let's talk about it. Blah, mm. blah, 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 blah. Yep. So I don't disagree with the idea of people should be able to express themselves. We shouldn't be pushing everything down. We shouldn't be hustle, hustle, hustle to the mm -hmm. point of killing ourselves. I, I agree with all of it. But like everything, when you, you think, when you relate it to the parenting styles, some people just take everything to an extreme. And this is the problem because mm -hmm. everybody's on fucking TikTok and all the messaging. So the way the algor algorithm works is like, you are better than this. You can do this. You are special. <laughs> yep. You are, you know, you can make a difference. You, 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 you. And then you get these people that go into the workforce and they've got a manager or a, a supervisor who's trying to run an effective company mm -hmm. and saying, you know, but I'm going to need that. you to clock in. Have you seen that? Have but you seen not this? only that, you get a manager or someone that runs a company that's me or you or you that doesn't even understand mm -hmm. like why you're like this. Just like, this is what you got to do. Suck it up. It's like, just this is, do it. it just mm -hmm. do but it. So have you seen this? So it, it, like I was saying, you get a manager who's just trying to run an effective company and then you've got the 20 something who is like, you are not going to take advantage of me. So I've seen this all yes, over yes. the internet mm -hmm. where there's um, a manager saying, uh, you're late. And it's like, no, I don't start for five minutes. Like, well, you're supposed to show up 15 minutes before your shift. Oh, well, are you going to pay me for those 15 minutes? No, you're just supposed to show up for 15 minutes before your shift mm -hmm. so that you're ready to start work when it's time to start your shift. Mm -hmm. If you're not going to pay me, I'm not going to show up. And like, this is applauded. Like, why are we showing up 15? And I was like, are we? Are we arguing over 15 minutes? Is that really happening? See, See not, I don't get it. I'm not saying I agree <laughs> mm -hmm. or disagree with any of this. I really don't mm -hmm. have an opinion on is this good, is this bad? Like to me it's just different, right? Yeah. But I, I I took some time to think about like why is there a whole like it's not just like three people. It's like just like a whole generation of people. Yeah. A whole age bracket that this is commonly the the thought process. And I was like, why is that why is that happening? I think it just needs to be like more explained. Like I think it's I think it's great that they stand up them for themselves yes, and like absolutely. the individualism and like all those things I applaud that people are are being more expressive of how they feel, like what they uh, they have rights to all these different things. Like I right. like that stuff, but also just recognizing that everything has, it doesn't have to have a structured system, but 
there's progress with yes. each job. Yeah. You know, you can't there's just, steps. yeah. Like, and, and I think what's also tricky is that I don't just land on the fucking penthouse. Well, this is, this is the funny thing. Like I, I get this question all the time. They're like, okay, well, how did you get to where you are today? And I'm like, how long do you have? Like, it's just <laughs> like, it's, it's not just, I, you know, snap my fingers and I magically had all these connections. Like, I think it's just more so what I'm gathering and learning about is just that when people ask me those questions, I'm trying to think of a way to better explain it to say, you know, you're not going to get the whole cake. You're going to get a slice, which will build into your cake of experience and whatever. So it's just a, it's just an interesting thing of, of all age groups too, which is interesting. It's just, it's not just. It's not just the, it's not just the twenty somethings. Honestly, it's yeah. it's the yeah. it's sort of the the new social norm and the the collective mentality of we've all just been doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, if for for lack of a better way of explaining it, like everybody's now realizing like why were we letting these companies put us on a shitty salary mm-hmm. and you know have us working sixty hours a week and fucking killing ourselves and getting and, away with it and getting yeah. away with it. Mm-hmm. So you know what, though we used to have weekends off mm-hmm. and Sundays the world shut down. The world. Yeah. Shut down. I Grocery store, not open. Bank, yeah. not open. Mm-hmm. Mall, not open. Hardware store, not open. Only place open, convenience store. Hence yeah. the price is high. That used to be Sunday. So that's what I mean. So like, would, would, would I be subconsciously okay of being quote unquote taken advantage of mm. I can still have my time with my family and I still make a decent wage that I can I still think enjoy the, I think the time the being taken advantage of came after the time of Sundays off well, that's this what, is what I'm I saying mean, is there's just so many extremes it's that's like exactly what first I'm saying, it's though. yeah everybody is off at four o'clock and you it's spend right. time with your family I accept then it's, the shitty work job 24 hours a day I accept the shitty job because of all that stuff yeah. but you can also notice that it's not just the people that are changing we're also changing uh, our hours were changing. Like, that's how I knew that I wanted to work for myself. Like, it's, there are definitely some days where I find it challenging even to be a teacher to say, like, Monday through Thursday, I have to work from this time to this time. Right. And it's great because I, I love the, the whole teaching thing. But it's like, because I've, I was in a place where you talk about risk, you talk about, you know, taking that, that jump at the right time, because mm-hmm. that, I think that also is not talked about enough is that, When we talk about like risks as entrepreneurs, what I take it as is that taking a risk is one thing, but taking a risk at the right time is a whole different thing. Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. when you know something's brewing, like when I was working at this uh, clinic and it was getting changed over to a different company and I was like, this is my time. You know, like that was like that hint that I was getting that for that three or four months that I was brewing that idea. I was like, okay, this is the right time to take the risk. Is it terrifying? Absolutely. But it's like that, it's that risk factor that actually is, is the, uh, the drive part, the Mm. exciting part of it and, and the, the entrepreneur side. But, um, you know, I have other people who, who talk about risk and they say, well, I did take a risk and it didn't work for me. And it's like, that's okay. I mean, one, you probably learned a great lesson from it, which you should be taking from it. Absolutely. But I think, it's just interesting when I talk about when I talk to other entrepreneurs about risk taking and development and growing your business that it's wonderful to be an entrepreneur. But at the same time, understanding that, you know, if you take a big, big risk and it doesn't work, do you have a plan B? Mm-hmm. Like that's do you guys find that when you guys like even just took a leap into 
the more like videography type of style, like knowing like it would work, maybe it wouldn't work. We don't have to worry about that because just by nature of being massage therapists, it's like like we can come up with any bloody idea. Right? And if it doesn't it's work, true. guess what? We can still mm-hmm. go do our job somewhere if that means working for somebody else or working for ourselves. True. So that that really is the backup plan. And that's why I understand like some people maybe don't have that, but we've always felt some sort of sense of security in the fact that like I have a license to practice massage therapy. Worst case scenario. So worst yeah. case scenario, there's clinics everywhere. Everybody's hiring. Yes. I can find a way to make money if I have to find a way to make money. Yeah. Do you find that as well? That literally like I, when I got a text message yesterday from one of my good uh, friends who's a Cairo. She's like, do you know any everybody's therapists who are in Wasaga? Every, Everybody. So what do you think happened? Do you think it was like COVID that like the teetering people that want to retire? COVID was a huge switched? factor. There was a whole bunch of people that left the profession. Um, there were people who went inactive. There were um, the also issue. less less students coming in. So less graduates than the exam issue. Mm-hmm. There was a whole bunch of things happening. And yeah, I mean, I can imagine at the at the start of the pandemic, if I was thinking about going into massage therapy, I might have second guessed myself, like touching people. Right now, mm-hmm. do you think it's more of a shift in 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 the number of therapists, or it's a shift in the mindset of the clients? Maybe people that weren't clients before are now like massage therapy clients and patients. Well, there, after well, there working was a from decline. home and blah blah blah. There I don't was know a if you guys, I don't know the stats on any. Yeah, they're like talking to like people in different colleges. They said that there's not as many people applying to be therapists right now. They're really? going more like into like private colleges if they want to, or it's their second kind of career which is just as great um but they there is a decline actually right now in massage therapists which is interesting because i I would think since we've made so many changes with our practice like the flexibility in which we're able to do during the treatment i would think that actually changed the perception of massage hopefully um, that there's more flexibility for everyone to kind of take that and and use what they know or like new techniques, et cetera, that they can kind of reevaluate their version of massage versus the structured kind of standard that sometimes we are taught. So I think it's, yeah. I, I think it, it might pick back up again because it, I mean, if anything, people who were sort of on the fence about becoming therapists, this is a great time to become a massage (laughs) therapist. You're very high in demand. And if anything, the pandemic taught us that, one, we're essential. So, you know, this the job security for us, like, we just got like five gold stars on that because we we were essential. We were allowed to work, being regulated, healthcare, Mm -hmm. you know, and also the fact that so many people now are recognizing that majority of their health problems are stress related mm-hmm. they're seeking out any ways to decrease stress and improve their wellness and massage is like one of the most mm-hmm. highly utilized uh alternative therapies yeah, right so yeah. i think that uh i think that now's a great time to become a rmt if Absolutely. you're thinking about it no i think it's wicked i think it's actually um one of those things that is is exciting to me is that there's um this this whole I don't know. I I find for me, even like during COVID, um, when we were able to treat and stuff like that, I think it was what after June, maybe we were eligible to treat again. End of May was when we were officially told. So I came back on the 9th of June. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So when we came back, I actually found I had my busiest season. So busy. It was it was absolutely insane. And I find that what was ironic about it was that there was a lot of fear, obviously, with the whole COVID thing. But 
more so like people came to massage as an outlet of just like I need to get out of the house and this is something that's available I can use my benefits it helps with my stress or my anxiety and I I actually found that a lot more people took self-care and ran with it during COVID I don't know if you guys found that but like I find a lot more people are like interested in that whole philosophy now which is nice yeah people are recognizing how important it is like I know if I'd use a like a personal account, I completely stopped taking care of myself during that time. Like my stress was so very high for a whole number of reasons. I think it was just, for me, it was this, like I'd go out for a drive. Mark loved this, that there's nobody on the road. It would cause my anxiety to get like peak levels. Like, is this mm. the apocalypse? Like nobody's oh. out. Like it, it was oh, it was really stressful for me that it, so I got really This is what every other city in Ontario is like. I know, like, right? But we're true. from Toronto, so <laughs> I expect true. fucking traffic. Yeah. But I was so <laughs> depressed yourself. and anxious and and so I stopped taking care of myself. I stopped working out as much. I stopped, you know, mm. eating as healthy. I, all of these things. And my body really took a toll. Like you and I were talking yeah. off mic just yep. about all of the gut issues that we deal with. Man. And I mean, it went crazy during that time. Yeah. But it started to make me realize like how much my mental stress affected my physical body. I am a completely different person than I was at the beginning of 2020. Yeah. And, you know, I'm only now starting to like, build everything back and get healthy again. So I think a lot of people were also were in my boat or the exact opposite where they took the time where they couldn't work or they were working from home to yeah. focus on taking care of themselves that they couldn't do when they're, you know, commuting an hour to and from work and just mm -hmm. in this like hustle and grind mode. So it was like either you took the time to take care of yourself or you completely lost oh, yourself yeah. and now you're rebuilding. Yeah. Like I feel like those are the two groups of people that I'm meeting. And so the ones that come to me and they're like, oh, I've just gotten so unhealthy in this. I'm like, I hear you. Like yes. I'm, I'm with you. Yes. And it's okay. We can rebuild back. It's not too late. Yep. Or like my favorite right now is, is that um, when people were like able to take off masks and like all that stuff and we were back into like that kind of realm and people came off with like they came into the clinic and they're like, I know my face like looks a little different with the mask. And like it's just like an interesting conversation of just like um, understanding how people are feeling, going back to the communication. I find people communicate so much more now. Um, but yeah, it's just a it's an I find it's an interesting time. Like I just it's either like a lot of people are trying to use their benefits as usual, but I find that there's a whole new group of people. That are just coming in with with intentions of like, uh, I saw this thing pick. on TikTok. I saw this thing on TikTok. The same I thing that yeah. told me don't accept this at my workplace. Yeah, told me take care of myself. Exactly. <laughs> Health, exactly. <laughs> <through> wellness. <laughs> so it's it's just an interesting time. I think TikTok yeah. is an interesting place. I don't want to uh, talk too yeah, much yeah. about it, but no Mark's idea. not on TikTok. But I will say I don't have TikTok. TikTok either. is an yeah. interesting place because you can see somebody telling you. This is the best thing for like your gut health. I'll use that mm -hmm. example. This is the best thing for your gut health. You know, do this on a regular. After 28 days, you're going to notice a massive change in this and this and this. And then literally you scroll to the next video where it's like, there's a lot of people hopping on this trend saying, do this. This is horribly dangerous. You're going to kill yourself. Don't do this. It is such an interesting place. And it's, it's so like, accurate. I really hope that people take what they see on the internet oh. with a grain of salt because you gotta love that shit it's, though it's eh? so wild to me I would do it for the entertainment because mm. it's the only reason I have TikTok because it's yeah. so entertaining because if you think about <laughs> yeah. it like when I was growing when I was growing up when I was younger television was the only way to see anything yes. other than movies right but TV was a, and why I love things like 
like game shows because game shows were like the first reality shows at the end of the day yes right so why i liked game shows and it grew into reality shows it's because that's when regular people get on television Mm. because if you think about it television was really reserved for are you good looking are you super articulate physically fit do you know what i mean do you look a certain way do you sound do you have some sort of like crazy unique look that nobody else are you an expert in something are you funny as hell in other words it wasn't just for the average Joe, yeah, right, mm-hmm. and then reality TV or game shows were like the price is right. There's a, there's a everyday Joe That's on television person. saying funny shit to Bob Barker, right? So <laughs> now, when 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 I can imagine, I would only use it the same way I kind of just use Instagram and stuff, just scroll through people's shit just for f- purely entertainment, though. Yes, this is this is why though there's like so much um like the internet can definitely be used in a very positive way. Like I found things on TikTok that I'm like, this is interesting. And then it makes me want to research it more. And I've yeah. actually learned things from t- even like silly little life hacks. I learned the dumbest thing on TikTok, but I'll share just to make you understand, <laughs> you know, when you buy, okay. So when we go up North, um, we, I don't like to drink the water up there. You can technically drink the tap water up there, but I don't yeah. like to. Yeah. So I will go to Costco and buy a case of water and yeah. bring it up there anytime we go camping. I learned on TikTok that if you take like a knife and cut down the middle of the plastic and you can open up the case of water. I, I need to show it to you on a picture. Okay, I get but yeah, anyway, like, I get you open up the visual. case of water and yeah. then you can just easily take one out versus like ripping the plastic and trying to pull one out at a time. Right. Anyway, so the silliest things you can learn on it problem though is that because it's all these regular people mm-hmm. and now everybody has a voice I, I say problem it's not always a problem but it becomes problematic when somebody somehow manages to get this like guru status that you know they've got millions of followers and everybody takes everything they say to Literally. be gold yeah right and then you've got somebody else on the other side of tiktok who's completely contradicting this person mm-hmm. but they also have millions of followers now you have a once again just like everything else in our world these two groups of people that have polarizing views mm-hmm. and just fight with each other yep. and everything is a fight and nobody is any nobody's listening anymore nobody's using logic or factor and it's just mm-hmm. this is what i think and well i have a study that shows this well i have a study that shows this i'm like can't you guys see that you can find research to support both sides exactly but nobody listens everything is just let's fight let's fight let's fight let's fight let's fight so what, going back to the example yeah. with people and working it's either i need to hustle hard and this and this and this or no i deserve everything and there's no in between do you guys mm-hmm. like this real time or do you do you rather it mm, this is not real time information coming to me and therefore there's always time for it to be processed before it hits people mm. or do you enjoy the real time i just think it's interesting how things can be perceived i think that's the trickiest part is that uh, i don't know even if you guys go through this is that um you have clients coming in and saying like i was shown i watched this thing on tiktok i watched this thing on instagram of this guy and uh for a nutrition program this is what he does and i'm like that's awesome like that i'm sure it works for him right and it's like this idea that same thing with if you read research and it's like okay well the age group may not be the age group that you're in or you know um this thing with self-care is just you know people are doing these stretches i'm sure you've seen them like the strengthening and the stretching and then you watch them and they come into your clinic and they're like oh my god i'm broken 
Mm. And I'm like, okay, but what'd you do? Well, I saw this thing on TikTok and <laughs> they they make mm-hmm. you do this move and it's supposed to like activate your core. Yeah, you now you ripped your oblique. Like, I don't feel bad for you. Like, you know, it's like, it's like that. So yes, there are definitely things that I find very effective in regards to like the little timbits of life hacks. Mm. I do love those. I just find that you kind of get the other side, the other kind of opinionated people who give you that reality check of like, okay, this is not for everyone. You know, like I wish it that was the disclaimer on like every video. Like, <laughs> and a lot stuff, of people you know? are very responsible and do say that. Like, this is this is something I found to be useful. Mm-hmm. This is not for everyone. Consult with your like. There's this one woman that you know she posts a lot of like natural remedies, but she always says like, I am not a medical doctor. Oh, that's please nice. <laughs> seek medical advice. But this is what I've used with myself and my son, and has helped us mm-hmm. during you know cold and flu season. See, and that's good then. That, yeah. yeah, those yeah. kinds of videos. I'm like, okay, that's you know she's trying to share something that was helpful for her family but again with the disclaimer i am not a medical doctor you should speak to your doctor mm-hmm. I'm like okay that's fine but yeah the stuff that you see on tiktok do i like the real time mm. i do i think that it, these kinds of platforms can be interesting in terms of like maybe you do have some really good information and it is a fun way to just be able to get stuff out to mm-hmm. a lot of people all the time but it's a, the people consuming it just being able to be mindful that this is just a like this is like my neighbor you know mm-hmm. this is this is yes. joe down the hall do i do i take what joe says to be fact or can i learn a little bit from joe and then maybe you know ask an expert or right? look into it a little just further. take it and, and and just kind of keep it in mind it's just interesting how things get trendy like i don't i i'm sure you guys and the the stuff that you guys do you find that People go through these these avenues of like, okay, now it's kinesiology tape. No, it's rock tape. Athletic tape. Okay, not so much. Now we're learning about – right now I find the most common thing that people are asking about is matrix work. Uh, matrix work. Mm. And what I find interesting is because in my perspective, osteopaths are more so like the matrix workers and understanding how that works. But I went to a massage therapist and she did what an osteopath does, but she doesn't have the osteopathic thing. Mm-hmm. And she said she took a course for it. Mm-hmm. And it's just interesting how we have like this open door policy with massage now where you can do anything you want in that room mm. professionally. And um, it's just interesting. It's just how do you guys find it right now with what's like what's trending for you guys in regards to like teaching and and all that stuff like what's the new stuff the latest buzz for me is still maybe i'm behind but it's for me still it's everybody talking about the vegas nerve yes that that, oh my god that was a buzz for a little there's essential oils now with vegas nerve stuff there's but what they say even on tiktok even on tiktok everyone's trying to teach you how to reset your vegas nerve and (sighs) how to yeah yeah. that's true it's interesting our industry's so weird like that eh yeah but it, it comes in waves but they're strong way like i still have clients come in and they're like, I brought my rock tape. Like, I just, I need a little bit of um, Jason White. We always have this joke and it's it kills me every time. Like the word stabilizing mm. and kinesiology tape just do not, they don't, <laughs> they don't go together. But like, I always joke because I'd have like these two clients and they bring in their K-tape and they're like, I just need you to stabilize my shoulder. And I'm like, oh, why did you bring me K-tape? <laughs> <laughs> it always just brings me to Jason Way every time because we always joke about it. But it's just so funny. Like, it's just, I just find it so trendy. Like, there's so many little yeah. trends or. There's a lot of things that became trendy. But I, I mean, also in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, um, pelvic health. 
a few years ago that, you know, pelvic floor issues became sort of a buzz in the manual therapy world, but it needed to be talked about. Mm -hmm. And now like now you might hear it less in terms of it being so trendy and everybody talking about it. But like it inspired us to like bring in some courses on Mm. pelvic health because it is something that maybe isn't totally understood and a huge piece of the puzzle. So that's a good thing. The vagus nerve, I do think is important. And I do think that, you know, this trend is going to lead to something good. Some of the things I see online about (laughs) how to reset your vagus nerve. I'm like, okay, calm down, folks. Yeah, calm down. But this is what I mean is you have to be able to decipher like what is useful information and what is not. Yeah. But if something is trending, it's probably trending because it was something that didn't get as much attention that mm. it needed to, right? Like, yeah. I think the pelvic health thing was a positive. I think the vagus nerve thing will be a positive. Mm-hmm. Even like a, a couple of years ago when all anybody could talk about was this biopsychosocial model. <laughs> I mean, if you, yes, if you are a manual therapist and you never did consider the the S and the P, well, I don't. oh yeah come on oh yeah you do i mean i have a degree in kinesiology so yes my mind thinks mechanically and biomechanics are important yeah but i never ever ever threw like psychology out the window of course each person like it's just common sense where you can see two people with the same injury and one is i'm dying and the other one's like put me in coach i'm ready like oh yeah it just makes sense but there are psychological factors but does it make you laugh sometimes when it's like when you're trying to explain it to people and say like how do you communicate pain with a client right because everyone's pain is different so like um how do you like one of my students asked me the other day like how do you know the difference between a good pain and a bad pain and i was like okay well this is a huge kind of topic but just thinking about that question right because it's like this idea that the same thing if you poke something one person is going to lose their mind. Like, yep. think about a psoas release, right? Like, I think about I don't want to think about it. I'm right? going to lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but if you, like, I think about, like, if you if you go in, like, full force, of course that person's going to be spasmatic and garden, whatever. But it's like that, kind of the, the same as the soap note, the S and the P. It's, it's when you're going into a treatment, educating the client on what to feel. Right. Or like, I'm going to go here and release this and this is what it could feel like. I think it's just an interesting what I love about our profession is that there's so many ways to approach something. Same as like a TikTok or whatever. It's like you can take something and run with it in your in your different ways. Um, but I just yeah, I, I just find it. It's just so exciting. Like I, I have not stopped thinking about that question about drive because it's just there's so much like there's so much to do in our profession mm. um and i i laugh i truly truly laugh at the people who say like our profession gets boring or like i'm or doing the same so thing limited. every day yeah and i'm like i think it's i think it's your mindset that's ruining that for you you know like there are clients that i'm sure you guys get too that say like i want the exact same treatment because it works for me perfect say sounds good but then you get that client who's challenging and I love a good challenge. I'm like, challenge accepted. Like, give me something crazy. Um, and there's some really crazy things out there. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah, but it is psychological too. I've learned more about that 
uh, more than anything in the past couple of years. And see, and this this was a positive trend, the biopsychosocial thing, because it did it did make people think a little bit more about blanket statements. Mm-hmm. But then the problem is, like with anything, as I said, everything is two groups of people. Then there was people who decided to add on more blanket statements. So that's where the <laughs> the, the break off tangent conversations <sighs> of posture doesn't matter. And you know, we were throwing the B out the window. You know what I mean? Like yep. this is where like everything <laughs> is useful, but it should be something that we take and we're like okay, how can I incorporate this? So for example, we have somebody who teaches a course here and it is about pain. And mm. when he teaches his course, the thing that I love about the this his style of teaching is he makes sure to let the students know over and over and over again, when I'm teaching you this, I am specifically talking about chronic pain. Oh, that's This nice. is not an application. Yep. Like we're not blanketing all pain. You know, mm-hmm. this is not about an acute injury. This, you know, this is not about somebody who has a torn tendon yeah. in in their GH. Like yep. this is very different. Mm. I'm talking about chronic pain. It's important. To I like that, that. That is really yeah. important because when when you hear some people talk about pain, and they start talking about the research on pain. We're well, no, talking we're, about chronic pain. we're talking about mm-hmm. chronic pain, yeah. And I think people mm-hmm. need to make sure they they recognize that. I saw two very interesting social media posts recently. One of them was about um, opinions, since you know we're talking about you know, two <laughs> yeah. different sides of things. And the post was basically saying like like let's stop let's stop a lot um, saying it's okay for everybody to have their own opinion. Like some opinions that are just based on like emotion or or, or yep. whatever are just wrong. Okay, mm-hmm. and so I was like. Uh, well, I think yeah. there we need to expand on that because again, that seems like a very, very blanket statement. Mm-hmm. If somebody has an opinion, what it's needs to opinion. be it's an opinion, it's, but what needs to whole, be taken yeah. into account the whole is point of labeling it as an opinion. What led them to that opinion? Mm-hmm. What life experiences have brought them there? Like yes. everybody seems to forget that people are viewing things from different lenses, right? Mm-hmm. All of us have lived different things, we've experienced different things, we were raised by different people who had their own beliefs, we've had yep. beliefs like None of this is ever taken into consideration. It's just you're stupid. Mm. And mm-hmm. my way of the highway. Yep. Right. If somebody has a differing opinion, the best the best route would be for a discussion to happen. What led you to that opinion? Maybe understand them a little bit more and maybe then explain to them what led you to your opinion. And mm. You know, sometimes people aren't ready to hear that and mm-hmm. that's and that's okay. You know, you're going to have sometimes conversations with somebody where you realize, oh, you're not actually listening to anything I'm saying. Yep. You're like, you are literally just waiting to talk. Okay. Yep. In that sense, you have to recognize like, okay, that person's not ready. And, you know, that sort of is like an agree to disagree. Just walk away from it right mm-hmm. now. But maybe in the future they are going to they're going to open up their mind a little bit right so that was that was the first post i thought was interesting the second one was about our profession Mm. um a very long long post about um just all the limitations in our profession and how you know so we need to revamp so many things I, i saw it on facebook okay and it was like we need to revamp so many things and there's just there's so many um there's Basically, back to the old conversation of we're we're being taught wrong, mm. and you know curriculum needs to be updated, and the science doesn't back this, and there's no evidence, and and this has been my it's just my opinion, but this has been my opinion <laughs> for the last couple of years on this is that there are definitely things that maybe we could be taught better in school, maybe yeah, or like expand more expand on, more. right? Yeah, but then I always go back to what is the purpose of massage therapy education, right? When you want to be a massage therapist, what is the purpose of getting your massage therapy education? Mm. To learn your anatomy. Mm -hmm. Okay. So 
They do that. You should do the systems. Yeah. Right. So to learn your anatomy. Okay. We do that. Um, to learn massage techniques mm-hmm. because you need to know how to touch a person and what you're okay. Yep. Yeah. We do that. Yeah. Some of the things that maybe they don't do so well. Okay. So some of the, the explanations on things like trigger points or fascial tissue, whatever. Mm. Okay. Maybe they don't do as, I don't know. I've been out of school for over a decade. I really don't know. You would know better since you teach, (laughs) but maybe some of that might need to be updated. But at the end of the day, when it comes to understanding the body, the anatomy, the biomechanics, Mm. the pathologies, and then understanding the techniques, like I think it's covered, honestly, yeah. for a baseline entry to practice. It's the foundation of it, right? It's the foundation. Yeah. And then you go to on to decide where you want your practice to go, what focuses you want to have. Like mm. you were saying, we have this huge scope of practice and this yeah. freedom. Go and take courses to help you improve on certain things. You want to expand your knowledge on the nervous system. There's lots of people teaching. And you want to expand your knowledge on pain and chronic pain. Mm -hmm. There's lots of people teaching that. You want to expand your knowledge in athletics. Cool. Mm -hmm. CSMTA. Cool. Like there's You don't want to do anything other than what you were taught in school. Cool. Cool. Do that. But that's the thing. But isn't that great? Like exactly what you're saying is that that I think it's great. And so I'm reading this post of this therapist who's just so distraught at the idea that like our our profession is is sort of not up to par with mm. other medical professionals and so now i'm going to state the opinion that is going to probably ruffle some feathers maybe massage therapy isn't where you want to be yeah you know like maybe it's not massage, right for you. The massage therapy is this thing mark says this all the time it massage therapy is this thing yeah and it has you this want to wide... be something different than a massage therapist. Yeah. Is what you're you're in mm-hmm. this, and you're like, I wish this was like this other thing. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, then you actually just want to be in that other thing. Yes, yeah. and that's okay. You know what? I think it's great that people go through careers to find kind of their niche or whatever they Absolutely. want. But I, I think I find it unfortunate sometimes when I hear those types of things because I think the first thing before releasing how you feel into whoever is going to read it i think you have to reevaluate yourself and i think um that i think every therapist should do regardless of how you feel about your profession i think there should always be reevaluating am i getting too comfortable my favorite quote is you know living in the uncomfortable right mm-hmm. how do i how do i get uncomfortable to later be comfortable potentially or vice versa it's it's reevaluating what you want to be as a therapist and sometimes when I find or, or read those quotes um, about any association or any niche that people get into, I just find that some people just need to stop and say, okay, what do I want from this profession? What is it going to bring to me? What is uh, the benefit of, of me continuing in this profession? If it's not, how do I kind of work my way to the next step of where I want to be? I think it's just that I don't know. The problem it's, it's is interesting. some people aren't just thinking of them. It's not It's not a problem, but there are a lot of therapists who aren't just thinking of themselves. They're thinking they want the profession of massage therapy to be regarded a certain way, mm. to have a certain status level. And I'm like, I, I get it to an extent. You know, you want, you want some respect on your name. Oh, I get it. Preach. But, preach. but why is there any less respect if we're allowing there to be this this variety in in therapists? If you're mm. the therapist that goes ahead and takes all of this extra education and gets extra certifications, and you. your yeah. and your patients are just they're getting this great experience from you, and they know that you're the best at this, mm-hmm. you are going to become that person that goes on TikTok and has you know millions of followers because you are the therapist that you knows more than a lot of us. Yep, and 
that's fucking fantastic. Yeah. And you are helping bring the profession forward. And that's the thing is I, I think people don't recognize that, that not all of us have to have this same mentality and the same approach mm-hmm. and the same philosophy when it comes to therapy to move the profession forward. As a group, we are moving forward. We're moving forward in that people do understand that what type of therapist they're going to get when they go to this clinic or this spa versus Mm -hmm. what type of therapist they're going to get. And the variety is not a bad thing because sometimes I don't want someone who's going to teach me about my pain. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I want someone who's going to zip it Yes. And rub my back. Oh my, no way. And it's so funny because that's exactly what I love too is the fact that like one day I want to go to the Scandinavian spa and I want a massage <laughs> and, yeah. uh, you know, get that relaxation type of style and enjoy that. Um, and there's other days where I'm like, okay, today is a pain day. Like today is going to suck mentally and physically because <laughs> I'm going to have to work through uh i don't know if you guys i'm sure you guys know about this is that when people store their energy in certain parts of their body Mm. or if you've had like a chronic injury you refuse to have someone work on it you have them work on it and it's more painful in your mind than it actually is getting the treatment Mm. have you guys had that yeah um so i think it's great to have diversity i think it's just um the one thing when you talk about having respect for the profession i think something that is continuously talked about in hopes for the future of changing is still that idea that, you know, there's chiros and then there's physios and there's massage there. And it just, it's, it's kind of, um, we're not all on the same plane. And I well, understand but, but that. But we're not because massage therapists uh, don't require a university mm-hmm. degree. And I'm okay with that. You know what same, I mean? I'm, I'm okay same. with, and that's what I think Mark is always saying when people are sort of frustrated with that our education level is is lower than the physios or the kairos. Well, mm-hmm. if that's what you really want, then maybe go and get the university degree, go and, you know, become a physio, yeah. become a chiropractor. Yeah. Maybe you need a little bit more, but I'm okay with being in the profession that's the the two year yeah. program and we we do what we do and we do it well think with some of the <laughs> yeah. people that were probably in your class that you know would have never survived a university that are great program fucking therapists. but they're fabulous right? therapists yeah. right they're fabulous yeah. therapists doing great work for their clients but that's the exciting part i find is that there is like if you think about a class and however many people are in your class you think about um the idea that everyone is bringing something new to that table yeah. and that's what i love about education is that you've taken a different way than mark takes it versus myself and like we all process it in different ways um which just makes it more exciting i think it's it's a challenge to have everyone understand like the the foundation of it but i also like that it's a shorter program because you now have the bread and butter and now you can add all your little necessities that you think that you need after. Like that's a great yeah. start to a career that whatever you want to take it or whatever you want it to be. There you go. Which is sweet. Yeah. I find it interesting. What's next for you guys? What's what's next? Do you know? <laughs> you got to look at the boss over there. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at both of you. What's next? I am the happy to support you in any way I can partner, but I'm not the idea lady. I'm, I am also not, um, I'm not going to shut down his ideas, but mm. I, I can be the voice of reason sometimes. You're the yes guy, right? <laughs> we talked about this. You said, no. Everything's possible. Yes, everything's possible. Everything is just possible. Do it. Just do yes, it. Yes, that's just, right. It's a dumb thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember but it's, it last but it's time we were talking about us. that. You know what? It's, it, has, it has really worked out that 
you know, he has an idea. And if I can see it, like if I if he's telling me and I'm like, okay, I get this, I can see it, Mm. then I'm all in. Let's, you know, let's do this and see where it goes. Because again, we kind of have a little bit of that security having a regulated healthcare license behind our name. So, you know, we can, we can take a little bit more risk. I think we would probably take risks anyway because that's more our personality it's fun isn't it It, it's honestly so fun it is fun and it's also fun like to have this freedom to kind of do things the way we want to do them yep um but yeah i mean i i think that I can't even remember where I was going with this right now. I got all, where you I got all distracted. What's next, where, what's what's next, next for us? Yeah. Whatever. I think we need to see where this massage therapy media thing takes us. Like this is a brand new, this company is not even a year old. I love it. I am here for it. I watched the the videos already and yeah. it's, I, we were talking about this before we went on air. I think it's so cool that you guys came up with that because it's cool to see once again, everyone has different clinics. Yeah, yeah. Everyone has different styles of what their presentation will look like in the room. So it's cool to also have people coming up into the 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 field knowing like, oh, this is what it could look like. Oh, mm-hmm. so it's not a cookie cut type of style of, yeah. you know, like it's it, that's very cool. The, the most exciting thing for me with massage therapy media is finding these things so yes of course we've got like educators that people know right like there's there's the staples that people have taken courses from they're at conferences you know who they are you know their Mm -hmm. faces from social media so we have those people contributing awesome content you can learn from them but then there's also therapists that we meet either through them taking courses at con ed or through doing Mm -hmm. a podcast and we find out about something interesting they're doing and we're like do you do you want to do a video? Do you want to put something up? So we're giving a platform to therapists, you know, just like we do with the podcast, yeah. but therapists who maybe didn't even recognize like how cool what you're doing is mm. and like, let's show the world. And yeah. so like people are expanding their following. They're getting people saying like, I want to learn from you. I want. Mm. And so we had somebody here filming video yesterday. And I think just giving him that confidence of like, this is cool. Let's do some videos. At the end of the shoot, he was talking to us and saying like, do you guys think I could turn this into a course? Do you think I could teach people this? We're like, fuck yeah, you can. Like, let's let's make a course. I mean, I I don't want to do it, but yeah. That's a good energy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But that's actually really, but it's cool to also allow it to be that person to say like, take that risk and go like challenge yourself. Like, I think that's so cool. But sometimes it it takes that little bit of a push for some people, and I think that's awesome. That's cool. Mm. Yeah. Huh. I like what we're doing. I don't know. Mr. I love it. Mr. Mark, do you have plans of us doing something else wildly different? Not wildly different. Uh, the the massage therapy media thing, like you said, is new. We haven't even pushed it at all. It's, we have it's, not done any marketing. For, it's it, zero. And it's been a but re- it's out there though. Yeah, like it's, it's a nice organic yeah. kind of build that's happening. There's people talking about it. I and, can actively and, say that. And I don't want to. I I almost don't want to disrupt that. I kind of want to see how how the organic thing evolves we but, are we are but. slowly building this which i think i if they're if they listen which might um annoy our partners a little bit sometimes because i think you know there's ideas that we talked about where this company might go in terms mm. of offering creative development and doing this and that and that. and mark and i are like not yet not yet mm. not yet let it let it you know, like we, just, we yeah. just kind of want to let it build and we want it to be something really cool we really want to bring value to people. Mm-hmm. Like that's the biggest mm-hmm. thing is we want to be able to showcase all of the talent that's out there and give people value. Like if yeah. somebody's going to sign up for a subscription, we want them to be like, holy shit, look at all this stuff mm-hmm. that I get. 
Yeah. So that's that's our goal right now is like, what else can we give you? You know, we're doing I these free that. these free lives. We're now producing yes, conferences, right? So yes. we've got the conference coming up in Halifax that's, that's, this year. That's what, mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing that I want to build is, is the, the conferences. conferences. Oh man, that would be- There's so much fun. There's a lot. Like, I mean, the World Juniors, congrats to them yesterday. They got gold mm. and everything's in Halifax right now. PEI, like, yeah. uh, what is it? The Winter Games? Something's in- the winter games somewhere everything is uh east coast right now i love the east coast i'm so excited i want to go i think that in june you should come to the conference (laughs) i would love to i i'm getting married in august and like there's a lot of things i want to do in the summer with sports very busy (laughs) i'm just no my my fiance and i joked about it because this year well last year oh my god it's 2023 last year um we i went to israel and I was like, thank God I didn't go this year, <laughs> like like 2023, because that would be like I would literally come home jet lagged. And then like the week after they <laughs> would get married, married. <laughs> like there's no way I could do so that. Who's 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 doing the wedding planning? Uh, well, let's be real. I'm I am a type A, so I'm definitely planning. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he's actually done really well like he he he's done really well following instructions yeah, is that what you're yeah. Like I, i'm such a list person that i'm just like here's your list and, you know he's killing it so i'm not worried but That's it's awesome. but it's good it's gonna be fun does he have any uh, like crazy ideas you're like no we're not doing this um well the, the only funny one um uh he he wanted uh a wedding cake to be a rum cake yeah like like a like for his background and i was like me because i make cakes i'm like i can't put frosting on like a rum cake. like i'm thinking like how yeah, can yeah, i make yeah. this work but yeah that's not gonna happen like, can, you, can you have like it'll be a side cake. wedding yeah you can have a little be, a well, side cake we were thinking about doing it at the rehearsal dinner we're, we're compromising we're doing like because the thing is with some places they don't have um they don't allow you to bring food in unless it's like the wedding cake yeah right. so we're gonna do like the rehearsal dinner more like a specific food and then mm. the the resort is gonna have their cookie cut yeah, yeah, yeah. portion size. So you're doing destination wedding. No, we're gonna do um Nato Sega Resort. Oh have you guys heard of that sweet. place? Sweet. I flip and love that place. It has it has mini putt inside. Like that sold me. I love mini putt. <laughs> Um, Are you going to do mini putt in your wedding dress? I know what? It's actually funny because <laughs> we were talking about that because there's just so many things there that I don't know. There's so many golf courses and indoor and outdoor pools, and it's so good fun. for kids too. I don't have kids, but yeah. if there are kids that are coming, nice, they will have something to do, which is perfect. But yeah, so exciting. It's good. 2023 is going to be a dope year. So I'm then excited. I've got to ask you because I know we've we've gone on so many tangents, but the whole thing was to follow up with you've now had a year of running your own business. Yes. And so, what is next for you? Like how how has this past year been running your own business and where are you going with it? Yeah. Oh, that's such a good question. Um, it's It's been such a, a success, I have to say, in a very humbling way, of course, like just more so um, it's taught me to be even more on top of myself and accountability, because as you know, as an independent contractor, you can just I'm not going to I'm not going to work today. I'm not going to work tomorrow. Right. You know, um, how can I manage my career while still making a specific amount of money or my goal. Um, but also enjoy life very much. Like you said, like just like it's structured, but it's, it's free. Mm. So, um, it's taught me to be more aware of accountability for my own kind of decisions. Um, it's also motivated me more to be, um, 
uh, open to the discussion of like fees and prices and value of myself. Nice. That's something that I've definitely learned is that uh, when you first start in the career, you know, you uh, become very submissive. I like to use that word because it's true. It's like, this is the standard fee. This is the expectation. Um, and you're really scared to kind of tell people like a different fee. So this year I was definitely more vocal um, with my business saying, okay, if I'm going to this destination kilometer wise, this is what I'm charging. And I take that risk of like the potential of like, oh, that's too much or that's not realistic for me. Um, but I'm valuing my own time a lot more than what I used to because I, I think it's so easy to say yes when you're trying to build your business. Uh, but I'm at, happily I'm at this point where I can say no, which is very weird because as you know, with like the sports world, I'm always a yes person. Um, do you think so? When, I've learned that a lot. Do you think when you're trying to build your business, you have to be a yes person? <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> uh, I think so at the beginning. Yes, I think you should be a sponge to opportunity. I think mm. you should be vulnerable in regards to gain advice or opinions. Or, um, you know, a lot of people want um, the, the runway, I like to call it, or just the road of success. How did you get there? Right. Um, but I always actually just like to tell people that everyone has a different route. Some people take a highway, <laughs> someone take a back road, someone, you know, walks half the way. Like there's all different ways to kind of understand your path or your journey. Um, and I think it's safe to say that when you become a yes person at the beginning, it's really just to listen and open up those connections that you could potentially have with someone. Yeah. Um, but the what's next is, is um, I've been asked by a few people if uh, I'd be willing to have them join my business, uh, which I don't think I'm ready for. I almost bought a business, like the whole building. Uh, and then I, you know, after some really thorough decision making, it just wasn't right for me. I think it was just more so... Um, I really like just being on my own because mm. I find that it's not that I'm, I need control. It's more so just like, I don't want to create a, an additional anxiety on my mind saying, okay, I have to fill this person's schedule or whatever it is. Like I just, right. I love just having my own kind of safe place. But, uh, what's next is I, I thought about, funny enough, I thought about doing courses. I thought about teaching about entrepreneurship and what are the key parts of what you should take from school in a, in a positive way but what is the business plan part that you need to be aware of mm -hmm. you know what are actual things that you can write off what is the realistic percentage <laughs> of those things you can write off because this whole idea of like oh i can write it off it's not 100 percent. fun fact <laughs> like <laughs> plot fact. twist it's not like it's dun, dun, dun. you know so i i think Next for me, I think I might do something like that where it's educating Developing courses. Yeah, yeah. just understanding Sweet. just the simplicity of entrepreneurship and uh, like the rude awakening of risk taking, et cetera. I think that may be my route. But for right now, I'm I'm cozy in my little teaching and you know, independent bubble. I think I like that. Nice. So and well, now that you have and now that you have all your hours, yeah. I hope I hope that the next time we talk to you, you're oh, either gonna be gearing up pray for twenty twenty four or have some really cool stories of being at the Olympics. Yes. Absolutely. I know what that is my biggest goal. Like I, that is something I've always talked about. Like I I compare Israel like games to the Olympics just because of the magnitude of the size of how mm -hmm. big it is. But 
nothing's like the Olympics. You can't really compare. But I would I would love that's that is my biggest when I do that I'm 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 good. <laughs> like you could you could put you're me gonna, anywhere at you're that point. Do it. But I'm just I'm more intimidated by the written exam. Do you guys find that you do you struggle with written exams or oral exams? We're the wrong people to ask. Oh yeah, I test well. I you test, test well. I test well. <laughs> I'm not I'm not a I full transparency. I'm I'm not a good written exam. I if you put me in an oral practical exam, I will a thousand percent nail it because I know exactly what I can do right. to demonstrate what I need. But the written part, it's like there's always these stupid questions that just there's two answers and I just I oh man, I don't know. I'm more of like systems and all that stuff. It's like the cardiovascular system, <laughs> this is the answer. Like you can easily tell right. it. But if it's more like this is a sports massage scenario that you're in, what would you do? And it's like, okay, well, I I don't know which would the I mean, they're all kind of the same. So I it's, know multiple choice can be tricky for some that's oh, always been something that's come easy to both of us. So nice. I, I understand people with a like test anxiety and the whole, you know, going back and changing answers and debating between two. Mm-hmm. It's never been an issue for me. I, mm. I fucking love multiple choice. Qu- so what's what's the tips then? You guys got to have some tips. For I people. think people read into multiple choice questions yes. and answers way more than it's necessary. Mm. Right. So when you're reading the statement, is this statement true or false? Right. So you read the statement and you look at it and say, is any part of this fucking thing false? Because if mm. any part of this is false, then the answer is false. And that's all there is to it. Yeah. So I'm not trying to justify, well, it could be true because of this or it could be false. It's like, no, mm. the statement standalone, yeah. that is false. Bang. Right. Even if part, parts of it are true and parts of it, yeah. then I can think of it like, yeah. no, then yeah, yeah. false, move on to the next. Yeah, like, that's I, definitely, the I definitely don't overthink mm. anything. And there's always ones that are like 100% not the answer. Like you said, it usually comes down yeah. to one or two. But I, I've i never been one to go back and change my answer. I'll look at it and be like, no, it's definitely that one. And I that the ones I've made that decision, I've made that decision. That's it. You don't go back. I don't go back. Never. Yeah, I find that I don't do that. I definitely don't. I, I usually like for the CMTO, for example. Yeah. Um, I just left certain ones and came back to them. Yeah, uh, that's why. I just find like once you get in the mindset, like psychologically, you look at an answer, you're like, I have no idea what that is, and then you're like, okay, go to the next one. Oh my god, I have no idea what that is, and you just create this mentality throughout the exam. Mm. I find of like anything do I that, know this stuff. Anything <laughs> that I don't know immediately. I don't even fuss with it. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna because yeah. because I might read questions later down the road that are gonna give me the answer to this. Yeah. Mm. So I'm just gonna rock and roll to the next question. Yeah. This one's kind of doubtful. I'm gonna answer it, but I will mark it down that I I want to come back and look at mm. this one for the same idea. Maybe something down the road in this test is gonna give me the better answer yeah. for this. And it always any, happens. And it anything does. that I know immediately, I look at it, I answer it, and I walk away, and I never come back. Yeah. So yep. I really only circle back for the ones that I got a full on guess because mm. I'm like, okay, now I went through everything and it didn't help me with this. Let's just blindly go bang. Right? Yeah. Something that yeah. makes the most sense. And then ones that I've kind of starred because uh, I was kind of doubtful on it. If it didn't help me along the way, typically it's like give it a quick reread and then confirm that, okay, yeah, I was probably thinking what I was thinking. Mm. Go with it. Did you guys ever hear the philosophy of like just pick C, like when in doubt pick C? Yeah. Yeah, so. that was like the running joke. <laughs> is it? That was but always that was always. You should have seen joke. my like just my grade nine French exam. Is, is, is that C, is it? C C C C? The whole so fucking we can tell test. What, what Mark's worst subject was <laughs> well, in high school? It's uh, funny though because I one of my students asked me that the day. They're like, "Do you like the answer C?" And I'm like, 
why and i apparently i did not know this but like i always put <laughs> now my students are gonna know my trick but it's like the third answer is always like the majority the right of the time so the you're gonna have to now uh, make your next next test none of the answers to, yeah. bc none of them leave them all a c because then as as someone doing the test they'd be like this can't be I, right I, this, can't be, <laughs> this can't be real this cannot be real this can there's no way real. she made or, or do like do a pattern <laughs> Exactly. Oh my god. ACDC. ACDC. I should. You're wearing an ACDC shirt right now. Are you? Oh, the irony. Why is nothing a B? Why is B never the answer? I never do B. It's either A or C. It's true. It's just Lindsay's students. Yeah. If you're listening. (laughs) No, I shouldn't tell my secrets. Oh, Don't do it. Well, well that's I'm, awesome. I'm so happy that you came by to do an update, even though yeah, even though Mark has no flashbacks of the last time you were here. But <laughs> hilarious. this was sort of a, a building a building on that because we did have a whole talk three about three weeks ago is is gone for me. It's so. true. We had a whole talk <laughs> about being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. You know, Sounds right. Two and a half years ago, we did, and now here you are after having a business for one whole year, and hopefully, like I said, next update we do, you will have gone to the Olympics. Yes, really cool. Oh my god. That would be that would be an episode. Let me tell you. Oh my god, Olympic conversation. Wait for that, guys. Um, I know. I'll manifest it. When when, when you go, when yeah, you are going to be sending us video for massage therapy. Yes. Media. Oh, that would be cool. Be the coverage from the therapist. Yes, yes. I will manifest this in my mind right now. Or let's, or let's manifest that massage therapy media is going to go there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I'd like to go. No, it's so funny. <laughs> I, I love when people say that because my friend Raj said that he's like, you know, all those medical bags that you have to bring, like I'll just shove myself in there. <laughs> I was like, I I would not be upset about that. I would love to have someone with me. You but, have a whole crew. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me on. I, this was fun. Oh, I always love this. This is so fun with you guys. Right on. You guys have been listening to Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. Peace.